Namaste everyone. Welcome to Courts this week on Live Law. I'm Tanya Pandey and I bring to you judgments and orders being delivered by different courts across India every week. To stay updated, subscribe to Live Law and click the bell icon. Let's begin the episode with judgments from the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court on 31st March held the reservation of the most backward classes and denotified communities act 2021 to be unconstitutional. The act provided 10.5% reservation in educational institutions and government jobs for the one year community out of the 20% available to the most backward classes. The court upheld the Madras High Court order which had quashed the Tamil Nadu law. The bench of justices L Nageshwar Rao and V R Gavai also held that the constitution 105th amendment act is prospective in nature. The court said that the 105th amendment act is not clarificatory and cannot be given retrospective effect. The court relying on the 1992 Indra Sahani judgment also held that backward classes can be subclassified. Whether the subclassification under the 2021 act is reasonable will be assessed subsequently, but no doubt can be entertained about the permissibility of subclassification among backward classes. The court however struck down the internal reservation for vanyas in most backward classes on the ground that it was not supported by any data. The Supreme Court on 28th March issued notice in a plea filed by Reliance Jio challenging order of the Telecom Dispute Settlement and Appellate Tribunal dismissing its application for impeachment in telecom petitions filed by Vodafone Idea and Airtel against demand notices issued levying penalty of rupees 3050 crores on them a bench of chief justice of india nv ramana and justices krishna murari and hima kohli issued the direction a supreme court bench of justices sanjeev khanna and bela m trivedi has delivered a split verdict in an appeal the judges could not come to a consensus regarding whether the plaint in the instant case was liable to be rejected under order 7 rule 11d of the code of civil procedure as barred by limitation in this case a declaratory civil suit was filed in 2012 for declaration that a sale deed executed in 1969 was a sham document in trial a preliminary issue was framed as to whether the suit was time barred and hence was liable to be rejected at the threshold under order 7 rule 11d while justice khanna upheld the view of the trial court as well as the high court that the plaint was liable to be rejected justice trivedi differed by saying that the issue of limitation in this case was a mixed question of facts and law and hence required trial in connection with the prevention of money laundering act case where the basic question involved is whether the provisional attachment order of 3rd june 2021 ceased to be in force on the expiry of 180 days the supreme court on 1st april pulled up the enforcement directive for proceeding to seal the properties in question and taking symbolic possession despite the court's march 28th order permitting the service of the advance copy of the petition on the central agency and listing the matter for hearing on april 1st the bench of justices am khanvilkar and abhay sokha was hearing an slp against the march 3rd order of the bombay high court allowing the enforcement director to attach the properties of the petitioners the supreme court on 28th march directed the state governments or union territories to refine the process of identification and rehabilitation of children in street situations by adopting the recommendations made to district authorities by the national commission for protection of child rights the ncpcr 
a bench of justices N Nageshwar Rao and B R Gavai noted that an NCPCR affidavit, particulars of children who have been identified, and that of steps taken so far by the respective state governments were provided. It directed the states to assess the gaps in the measures adopted by them, as pointed out by NCPCR. Let us now go over important judgments from different high courts. The Bombay High Court has held the Superintendent of Central Prison, Nagpur, Anup Kumar M. Kumble, guilty of contempt, and sentenced him to seven days simple imprisonment for selectively denying prisoners emergency parole during the COVID pandemic. If others are expected to follow court orders, those deciding the rights of prisoners cannot be allowed to violate it, the court said. The superintendent had denied 35 poor prisoners their residual fundamental right of emergency parole, most of whom could not afford to challenge the denial. On the other hand, six ineligible prisoners were released on emergency parole. The Karnataka High Court has ruled that an international commercial arbitral award rendered between parties that have no connection with India can be enforced by a court in India if the property against which the award is sought to be enforced lies within the territorial jurisdiction of the court. The bench of Chief Justice Rituraj Avasti and Justice Suraj Govindaraj held that India being a signatory to the New York Convention was required to enable execution of a foreign arbitral award rendered in a reciprocating country if the property against which the arbitral award was sought to be enforced was situated within the jurisdiction of India. The Andhra Pradesh High Court recently ordered the impounding of a power of attorney which was executed outside India. It was not stamped within three months after it had been first received in India as per Section 18 of the Indian Stamp Act 1899. The court said that though the instrument was executed outside India and was not duly stamped and presented before the third respondent within a period of three months, the said authority can impound the same and collect the required stamp duty and penalty and validate the document. The Patna High Court has granted one last opportunity to the Bihar government to file its response by April 7th over implementation of provisions of the Mental Health Care Act 2017 in the state. The bench of Chief Justice Sanjay Karol and Justice S. Kumar has also asked the Union of India to file an affidavit and specify as to whether each one of the statutory provisions and the rules framed under the 2017 Act stands complied with or not. The bench passed this order in a PIL which alleged that the Bihar government had categorically failed to provide for and meet the needs of the people with their rights as regards to mental health and that this was a gross violation of the Mental Health Care Act 2017. The Madhya Pradesh High Court Gwalior Bench recently held that the power of Juvenile Justice Board to grant bail under Section 12 of the Juvenile Justice Care and Protection of Children Act 2015 does not require a preliminary assessment under Section 15 of the Act. Justice G.S. Aluwalia was essentially dealing with a criminal revision under Section 102 of the Act, wherein the applicant was challenging the order passed by the Juvenile Justice Board, whereby it granted bail under Section 12 of the Act to a child alleged to be in conflict with law. The Madhya Pradesh High Court has recently amended a bail condition of two persons accused of tax evasion which would consequently allow them to travel abroad in furtherance of their business and professional pursuits. The division bench of Justices Sheel Nagu and M.S. Bhati was essentially dealing with an application under Section 482 CRPC, moved by the applicants accused 
under provisions of the Central Goods and Services Tax Act 2017, seeking amendment in one of their conditions for bail, which would allow them to travel to Germany for business purposes. That's all for today. I appreciate you being with us. I am Tanya Pandey for Live Law, and you're watching Courts this week. Have a great day. Subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from Live Law.